Good morning. It's December 4th, and this is your daily brief in world news. Here's everything you need to know. On December 2nd, 2023, Armand R., a 26-year-old Frenchman with a history of radical Islamist views and psychological problems, carried out a knife and hammer attack near the Eiffel Tower in Paris. He had been under surveillance by intelligence services and had filmed a video pledging allegiance to the Islamic State prior to the attack. The incident has been classified as an act of terrorism and raised concerns about potential renewed Islamist terror attacks in France, especially with the upcoming 2024 Summer Olympic Games in Paris. President Emmanuel Macron condemned the attack and emphasized the importance of justice, and the National Anti-Terrorism Prosecutor's Office is investigating the assailant's medical treatment and online activity. Plans for increased security measures and improved monitoring and psychiatric support for radicalized individuals after their release from prison have been announced. The French government is facing pressure following the attack, which comes shortly after another Islamist attack. The Minister of the Interior defended the police and blamed the doctors responsible for the attacker's care. Calls have been made to re-examine detention after criminal sentences. Security measures will be in place for the upcoming Paris Olympics despite these challenges. French President Emmanuel Macron expressed condolences to the victim's family and praised the quick response of the police. The motive for the attack is still under investigation, and the attacker remains at large. On December 3rd, Houthi rebels from Yemen conducted attacks on commercial ships in the Red Sea. The attacks have escalated the Israel-Hamas conflict and raised concerns about the safety of vessels and international shipping. The G7 has called for an end to these threats and the release of a seized vessel. The Pentagon is investigating, and former Obama CIA director Leon Panetta called for a more aggressive response. The U.S. Navy destroyer, USS Kearney, intervened and shot down multiple drones. The rebels targeted Israeli ships and threatened further attacks posing a direct threat to international trade and maritime security. These attacks are suspected to be supported by Iran, and the escalation of attacks by Iran-affiliated groups on U.S. forces in the Middle East raises fears of further escalation. Investor concerns about a widening conflict have led some to consider taking profits on the stock market rally, and rising tensions could push oil prices up. Sultan Al-Jaber, president of COP28 and CEO of Adnoc, denies the need for a complete phase-out of fossil fuels to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. Al-Jaber's position contradicts the stance of the UN Secretary-General and has been met with criticism from scientists. Concerns raised about Al-Jaber's potential conflict of interest due to his role as an oil company CEO. The COP28 presidency asserts that fossil fuels will still have a role, but their contribution will be significantly reduced. The debate underscores the ongoing tension between combating climate change and the interests of major oil-producing countries. The summit discusses strategies for adaptation and mitigation, financial support, and evaluation of past climate actions. The summit will end with a global stock take to assess progress on climate action. The Ukrainian army accuses Russian soldiers of killing two surrendered Ukrainian soldiers. The alleged incident was captured on video, yet to be verified, released by the Ukrainian army. Ukrainian President Zelensky calls for international investigation and condemnation of Russia's actions. The incident adds to the mounting evidence of war crimes committed by Russian forces in Ukraine. 
the ongoing Russia-Ukraine conflict is causing casualties, a refugee crisis, and fears of a full-scale war. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg emphasizes the need to support Ukraine and increase ammunition production in NATO member countries. The deceased soldiers were part of Ukraine's 45th separate motorized rifle brigade and had run out of ammunition. The incident echoes a previous one where a Ukrainian soldier was purportedly executed. A 31-year-old FC Nantes supporter died after a confrontation with OGC Nice supporters. The incident occurred when Nantes supporters attacked vehicles carrying Nice supporters. The victim had a possible knife-related back injury. A suspect, believed to be a driver of one of the vehicles, turned himself in. This incident has sparked concerns about violence in football and overshadowed Nantes' 1-0 victory. Recent tensions and incidents at Ligue 1 matches have prompted calls for an end to violence in sports. Police have launched a voluntary manslaughter investigation. FC Nantes and French sports minister Amélie Udea Castera called for a thorough investigation and expressed condolences. This has been your daily brief in world news. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates at www.brief.news. And for more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit www.brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.